Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Tuesday, June 14th, and this is People Every Day. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of People Every Day with me, your favorite host, Janine Rubenstein. We've got some great stories lined up for you today, including the latest from that juicy Amber Heard sit-down interview and what the royal family is up to, plus a few great gift ideas for the dad in your life. So let's dive right into what's buzzing around out there today. Even though it's been a few months now, the slap heard around the world is still echoing throughout Hollywood. As you may recall, moments after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock live on stage at the Oscars, Tyler Perry was among the celebrities who rushed to speak with Smith during the commercial break. Yesterday, Perry spoke publicly about the altercation as part of the Tribeca Film Festival's Directors Series. During his conversation with Gail King, Perry clarified that he was not, quote, comforting Smith, but that he stepped in to de-escalate things in the immediate aftermath of the slap and said, quote, being friends with both of them has been very difficult. Trust me, as painful as it was for all of us in the room, it was as painful for Chris, who was a pure champion for the way he handled it. He added, but I want you to understand that something happened that was extremely painful for Will as well. Perry then stated that the outburst was wrong in no uncertain terms, and I made sure I said that to Will. And I'll tell you, when we walked over to him, he was devastated. He couldn't believe what happened. So while neither party has been a part of a formal interview since, Will Smith did issue a formal apology to Chris Rock in the days following the Oscars. Rock briefly addressed the incident during a few of his stand-up performances, but sometimes I still can't believe the whole thing happened. I'm sure we'll hear new perspectives like Perry's continue to trickle out. Last week, as part of New Music Friday, we sampled some of Lizzo's latest release, Girls. Over the weekend, Lizzo was criticized for including an ableist slur in the song, specifically for using the word spaz. Lizzo's fans have since taken to Twitter to point out the ableist context of the word and its reference to people with disabilities. Although the word was often used as an insult in 90s movies, it has recently been acknowledged as a derogatory term specifically to those within the disabled community. Writer and disability advocate Hannah Devinney was among the chorus of critics and tweeted out, Hey Lizzo, my disability cerebral palsy is literally classified as spastic diplegia, where spasticity refers to unending painful tightness in my legs. Your new song makes me pretty angry and sad. Spaz doesn't mean freaked out or crazy. It's an ableist slur. It's 2022. Do better. As the discussion continued to gain steam on social media, Divini clarified the intent behind her message to Lizzo, saying, I don't want to cancel Lizzo. She occupies a really important space. I just want her to recognize the harm this causes. Honestly, an easy fix. And gently learn from it to be a better ally. 
Well, leave it to Lizzo to do the right thing. Lizzo released a lengthy post to social media saying that she had heard the outcry about the lyric in Girls. She acknowledged that she is someone who has had many harmful words used against her and understands the power that words can have intentionally or unintentionally. The Grammy Award winner's statement concluded with, I'm proud to say there's a new version of Girls with a lyric change. This is the result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. XOXO Lizzo. I've got to say, as someone who grew up hearing this word used fairly frequently, this is something I too am learning more about. I think this is just a great example showing that because someone doesn't intend to cause harm to others doesn't mean that they're not contributing to the problem. What a tremendous opportunity this was for Lizzo to both apologize and use her platform to educate. And now we have to get into this one-on-one interview between Savannah Guthrie and Amber Heard. It's Heard's first major public appearance since the verdict in her defamation trial. And you guys, this interview was must-see TV. We've been covering the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial extensively on this show. And while we've had a verdict for almost two weeks now, our coverage and the news surrounding this trial isn't slowing down. Amber Heard sat down with the Today Show's Savannah Guthrie for her first interview following the verdict, which found that she defamed Depp. She stood by everything she said on the stand, telling Savannah she would do so to my dying day. There's a lot to get into here, so joining me now to do just that is People Movies editor and someone who's been covering this trial extensively himself, Nigel Smith. Hey, Nigel. Hey, thanks for having me. As we all know, Johnny sued Amber for a 2018 op-ed in the Washington Post about surviving domestic abuse. She never mentioned Johnny by name, but the jury still found that Amber defamed her ex-husband. After she lost the trial, Amber spoke about her First Amendment rights, freedom of speech, getting overlooked. Savannah pressed her on that, though. Take a listen. But here's the thing about the First Amendment. The First Amendment protects free speech. It doesn't protect lies that amount to defamation. And that was the issue in the case. Yes, exactly. So, Nigel, what else did Amber say about freedom of speech? Savannah seemed to kind of take issue with the the way that Amber was contextualizing it. And Amber said, free speech does not protect you if you go into a crowded theater and you scream fire while adding my understanding of what that means is not just the freedom to speak. It's a freedom to speak truth to power, to which Amber said, and that is all I spoke. So there was a little exchange that went on there, but it's a pretty extensive interview. And Amber Heard is really just saying everything that she said back up on the stand just this time on the Today Show. So Savannah also questioned Amber on the tapes that were played during the trial. She specifically pointed to arguments made by her ex-husband's legal team that she started their fights. And Amber said what was captured in those clips, quote, was no evidence of what was happening. They were evidence of a negotiation of how to talk about that with your abuser. What does she mean by that? Yeah, this is the most tense moment of the interview that's aired thus far. Savannah, who I would say grilled Amber Heard, and it got a little tense, but Amber Heard was very calm in her responses. Savannah really went after the audio tapes that were played in the court, in which Amber Heard admitting to hitting Johnny Depp first in one instance, and to some abuse over the course of, of their relationship. So Savannah 
was confused, <laughs> saying, I'm looking at transcripts here. <laughs> and she read them. You start physical fights. And you said, I did start a physical fight. I can't say I won't start one again. Savannah said, this is black and white. I understand context, but you testify that you never started a physical fight. And here you are on tape saying you did. Amber talked about the tapes saying that they were first leaked online and claiming that the tapes that we heard in court were actually edited. Savannah challenged her asking why those full transcripts or the full tapes as her described them weren't played in court. And Amber again calmly said, as I testified to, I was talking in those recordings as a person in an extreme amount of psychological, emotional, and physical distress. But yeah, I think the most interesting parts of the interviews were about the jury and about how she said that she doesn't blame the jury. She understood how the jury could come to the conclusion based on the witnesses that took to the stand and based on what they said about her, essentially. Why do this? Why go back and, and sit down and rehash a lot of ugly stuff? There was a, a vulnerable moment in the interview. She understands why the public is so turned off by so much of what was uncovered in this case regarding their volatile relationship. And she understands why people are are essentially disgusted by this behavior of two Hollywood people going at it. I mean, this is a person who still has to make a living in order to support yeah. her, her new daughter and obviously support her so that she can pay off whatever she needs to pay off in this case to Depp. And I think she just wants to have a say and also have a career going forward. So this is probably her way of getting back in the public's good graces. But personally, I think this is a little soon to be doing mm. such a, a tell-all mm -hmm. interview with such a prominent show like the Today Show. But her team is obviously advising her and she probably thought this was the best decision to try to shift the narrative and um, get her voice heard. But Depp has yet to actually sit down for an interview of this nature, even yeah. though he won. And so maybe Amber should have waited. <laughs> Only time will tell how long it will take for, for Johnny Depp to do something similar. And we will definitely be covering that when it happens. For sure. Well, there is even more to come from this interview, and there will definitely be more news to come from this trial. As always, we will be covering it all. Nigel, thank you so much for stopping by to break it all down with me. Thank you for having me. Well, I just have one question for you. What... Are you getting the dad in your life for Father's Day? <laughs> Don't worry, we've got you covered. Coming up, our very own Jeremy Parsons lays out some curated, very coveted Father's Day gift recommendations. But first, we've got some Royals news to get to. Right after the break, we have some updates on the royal family, including Charles and Camilla taking on more of the Queen's duties and William and Kate moving out of London. We've got your Royal Roundup ready right when we come back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details.
We are back, and it's time to head across the pond for a Royals Roundup. Queen Elizabeth and the royal family have begun taking more steps to assure the future of the monarchy. Yesterday, Camilla, the Duchess of Cornwall, was formally invested by the Queen into the oldest order of chivalry in the UK, the Order of the Garter. For those of you out there thinking, that's great, but... What's the Order of the Garter? <laughs> it's an ancient order of chivalry founded by King Edward III in 1348. Wow. Appointments to the order are typically in recognition of national contribution for public or personal service. So every June, a grand procession of the knights takes place at Windsor Castle, accompanied by a marching band and officers of the order. In honor of this year's occasion, the palace released a new portrait of Camilla alongside Charles and Queen Elizabeth. The private ceremony took place in the Garter Throne Room inside Windsor Castle. Camilla will now formally be acknowledged as a royal lady of the Order of the Garter, and a source told people that Camilla was, quote, very pleased to receive the honor. Well, I'm sure. And in other news surrounding Queen Elizabeth, Her Majesty was notably absent from the opening day of Royal Ascot, Britain's most popular horse racing event. In the past, the 96-year-old monarch attended all five days of the iconic race, which is held close to her Windsor Castle home. In the Queen's place, Prince Charles and Camilla were chosen to lead the royal procession around the racetrack. Whether or not the Queen makes an appearance remains to be seen, as with all the monarch's public outings, palace sources aren't able to say if she will be able to attend until the hours beforehand due to her ongoing mobility issues. And last but not least, William and Kate are leaving London. Prince William and Kate Middleton are planning to relocate from their London home at Kensington Palace to a new residence some 30 miles west in Berkshire, the county that houses the Queen's primary residence, Windsor Castle. The move is in large part tied to the changing needs of their three children. And people confirms that George, who turns nine next month, and seven-year-old Charlotte will leave their London prep school at the end of the current term and will enroll in a school in the Windsor area. It has been widely reported that the family will occupy Adelaide Cottage on the Windsor Estate, but that is unconfirmed by the palace. The move will also put the family closer to Kate's parents, Carol and Michael Middleton. Their new home, of course, is just minutes away from Queen Elizabeth and the big house, aka Windsor Castle. You can officially count yourself as caught up fully and totally on the royal family. You're welcome. Father's Day is coming up, you guys, which means we get to do one of our favorite things here at People, a gift guide. I love a gift guide, and I know you do too. So trying to find something new and different for that special father in your life can be challenging, but we have you covered. Joining me today to chat about what celebs are looking for this year and what he wants to hint to his wife about as well is People TV's Jeremy Parsons. Jeremy, I have missed you. Thanks for being here. Missed you too. It's so good to be here. So in our issue out this week, we have some celebs who are chatting with us on what they are looking to get for Father's Day and shedding some light on some unique ideas for us. So let's start with Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead. What did he do that sparked your attention? Well, he did something incredible, which I just did literally last weekend. I went to a little outdoor thing where they had a solo stove. And it's actually the first time I'd ever even seen it or heard about it. Other than Jeffrey Dean Morgan mentioning it, he said, the solo makes the coolest smokeless portable fire pit ever. I've done a lot of camping. I've done a lot of campfires and, and fire pits and stuff. I'm not joking. I was mind blown. It became a topic of conversation among the guys as we stood around like, how exactly is this working to keep the smoke 
like <laughs> basically swirling inside and not coming out and ruining the camp. You got to see it to believe it, but it actually does work. Hint number one <laughs> to your wife. So two, what are you interested in from country recording artist Jimmy Allen that he told us he was looking for? You know, Jimmy Allen's talking about super comfy undies. And I got to tell you, it may sound silly. It may seem a little, I don't know, cheeky or something. But I'm telling you, a good, solid pair of underwear from your favorite brand is definitely a go-to Father's Day gift. Dad might not ask for it, but he wants them. And if you get the right pair, you're going to be good to go. One of my top brands of undies is Pair of Thieves. It's owned by and run by Jessica Alba's husband. And he came in to people a while back and gave me a free pair. And I've been buying them ever since. But generally speaking... It might not be the top of everyone's mind when they think about a Father's Day gift, but new undies, definitely a go-to. Just comfy, jazzy draws. I got it. Yes. Now, for me, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was my end-all, be-all growing up. JTT all the way. But for all the ladies out there who have a special place in their heart for Mr. Freddie Prince Jr., what is he looking for this Father's Day that you yourself also like? I really love this. He brought up plants. He said, my kids and I love growing fresh vegetables and herbs at home. And I got to tell you, me and my girls have done some of that over the past couple of years. I'm not great at keeping a basil alive, even though it's easy to do, but it's still fun to plant it with them. We've potted a lot of flowers and even small little bushes and stuff that we have outside our place. It, it truly is like a bonding thing to do with your kids. And so I love it for that reason. But then on top of that, if you get some great looking plants or some herbs that you can actually use around the house, I'm happy. My wife's happy. The girls are happy. Everybody's happy. And by the way, Freddie Prince also big on the hot sauces. You know this about me, Janine. I'm still struggling. My taste and smell have never been quite right since I had COVID back in 2021. So wow. I'm really big on hot sauces and making things spicy. And the more spicy, the better. And I've always been a hot sauce guy, but Freddie Prince, he does the hot and saucy flavor pack. So many companies do really creative versions of hot sauce, whether it be really flaming hot or more sort of like green based sauces, different things like that for different foods. I don't think you can go wrong with that for dad. Well, lastly, what are you really, really hoping for, Jeremy? You, you personally. And I'll tell you what I am getting dug and get your thoughts on that too. All right, I want a massage is what I want. I want a little bit of a spa day. I don't know why we don't think of this for dads. Some dads maybe aren't quite the spa day type. There is no dad alive that won't just sink into a peaceful coma the second he starts getting a good deep tissue massage. All right, you mm. might just have to buy him the gift certificate, make him do it. Once he's there, he will never stop going back. That's what I want, to be left alone and maybe even <laughs> some hot stones. Well, that's what I feel like Doug is going to need after he gets my gift. I got him a Schwinn electric bike. <laughs> oh, that's a great gift. Yay. Good for you. <laughs> Yay, thanks. You know, we're in California now. I wanted him to get out and explore and, yeah, massage gift card. I should attach that to the bike. Is it the same equivalent as, like, me getting my wife, like, a gym membership for Mother's Day and then she gets insulted that I'm saying she needs to work out? I don't know. We'll consult with Doug oh, after man. Father's Day. Jeremy. <laughs> He's gonna love it. It's a great gift. Well, guys, if you want some more ideas, head over to People and you can look at it on People.com or, or pick up the issue. All these gift guide items are in there. Jeremy, thanks so much. Thank you. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Woo! And now I will send you off with this. Uh, social media is filled with polarizing viewpoints, right? I am someone who always tries to find compromise while still defining what I know to be right, which is why 
and it pains me to say this, I am officially in a fight with actor and food aficionado Stanley Tucci. (laughs) We all know Tucci from his mesmerizing roles in TV and film, but lately he's become a notable food expert. When he was on the cover of People a few months back, he opened up about his passion for cooking and all things food. Tucci now has his own docuseries called Searching for Italy, where he travels around Italy sampling different pastas and wines and cheeses, and I'm simultaneously getting jealous and hungry just thinking about it. (laughs) But here's where, to use a food term, our beef begins. Today.com asked the Devil Wears Prada actor his thoughts on pineapple pizza. He had, let's call it, a passionate response. Here's today's Carson Daly voicing Tucci's thoughts on the topping topic. Regarding the fruit as a pizza topping, Stanley Tucci said, I have no thoughts on it. It's so repellent. Were I to think of it, I might not survive. It's just gross. Adding, where does it come from? Like, who's the guy who said this is a good idea? Um, Yeah. I don't know who that person is either, but I'd love to meet them because it was a great idea. (laughs) This might upset some of you, but pineapple pizza is the best pizza. The best, period. To all of you uninformed haters out there, I'm speaking the truth, so don't at me. And to you, Mr. Tucci, you are simply wrong on this one. I love you, but you're wrong. Well, thank you all for listening and downloading again today. I'll see you back here tomorrow for more People Every Day. I'm off to order some pineapple pizza, and you should too.